Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planners down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water And was fined the great big $50 bill They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Well, hey, everybody, I want to sing Hallelujah Chorus. Well, as you guys know, the last couple of weeks, Blog Talk uh, Radio was uh, transitioning over to another modality. Uh, There was a lot of stuff uh, that wasn't working, uh, a lot of frustration, but we're back. Hooray! And you guys know how much you love our special monthly guest, Dave Gunning, Master Astrologer Dave Gunning. He's joining us tonight. Uh, we couldn't make it last week. We're here tonight. And uh, Dave, we're back on. What do you think? Hi, I'm glad to be here. Yes, yes. I am so excited. So everything looks like it's working well in the studio. Um, Good. And again, you know, the wonderful Frank Sinatra coffee song. Whenever I was on, whenever I was on the Jonathan Brandmeier show, Johnny B., 
uh, would always do Frank Sinatra's coffee song for me. So I just love oh, that song, okay. and I like opening the show with that. I've got a couple of other cute coffee songs, but uh, Frank Sinatra, he's the best. And I always want to pay homage to Jonathan Brandmeier, the wonderful Chicago DJ. He's still on the radio, of course. You guys should check him out. He's an amazing man, uh, one of the funniest DJs I know, uh, very powerful guy, great entertainer. Um, so, Dave, I always like to start the show with telling people about what's happened during the week, the little spirit stuff that's gone mm-hmm. on. And sure, go ahead. It was probably about two weeks ago. It's got to be two weeks ago. Um, there was some difficulty on the show, and uh, Aloha Jay, a really great listener, and he's also been a guest on my show, he was calling in on the chat room, so that's how we kept the show going because I couldn't hear anyone. Um, and I, I just couldn't hear anyone in the um, you know, calling list. Anyway, so you can hear me telling people, it's like, wow, I saw a flash of light in my kitchen. And I was I was like, huh, uh okay who who's here and i didn't say this out loud at the time but i heard i heard it's your mother now i've got to tell you i normally my mom didn't talk to me like that it's your mother and i was going like okay that was kind of weird uh and then i saw a purple light in the kitchen also so that was it was very interesting because uh as a lot of my listeners know over the years my sister Carol died. We had an agreement before she died, and it was actually both of us. We agreed to each other that if you should die first, I'll help you out, and if you go first, you help me out. And there, and we're like, deal, you know, thumbs up, deal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for years and years and years, <clears throat> my sister would show up right before somebody would die, and that was like so regular. It wasn't funny, and for me, I kind of a little. Um, I expect to know before somebody's going to die. That's just how my world occurs for me these days, you know, being a professional psychic. And, um, well, when my mom showed up, I had forgotten also that my mother, uh, and I still question that part, you know, the way she spoke with me, but my mom literally started coming through probably about two or three years ago before another generation of people started dying, like uh, both my aunts started dying. And my mom came in, and she showed up right before my aunts were dying. So, you know that saying, people go in threes? Yeah. So my mom showed up two weeks ago. Last week we had two personal family wakes to go to. And um, my brother-in-law passed away. God bless you, Tommy. And my grandson's um, great-grandmother passed away. And I was, and you know the the rumor they go in threes. Well, I was sitting here waiting, 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 and yesterday I found out that my friend's dad passed away. Mm-hmm. So there it is once again. My mom came up uh, as a information bit of information. Somebody's going to pass away, and then uh, comes in threes. So I always put this out to our listeners: if you guys have had the same thing, you know, call in. Let us know your stories. Now, we know that, you know, Dave's with us tonight, so you guys know you can ask any questions, either myself or Dave. Dave is uh, an amazing astrologer. Dave, how many years have you been doing astrology? Oh, for roughly 34 years, something in that neighborhood. Okay. And when you do charts, 
what does that provide for people? Just so they, I mean, I already know because I've come to you for years to have my charts done. But um, in, in so many words, what can you tell people that they can look forward to getting from having an astrology chart done with you? Well, people think that it's just about the person's sun sign when it's really much more than that. It's really mm-hmm. all your planets and all the different signs depending on when your birthday is. And that's the thing okay. that you need. You need your birth date, your birth time, your birth place. And it comp- gives you a complete rundown of where all the planets in the heavens that were at birth, what signs they were in. And then they have a thing that I won't be able to explain over the phone, but it, they have its what is called the ascending sign, and which is also known as the rising sign, which is based on your birth time. And that gives you the planets in the various houses and then how the planets are relating, how they relate to one another, called aspects. And that okay. gives you a real in-depth insight into the person's character, their personality. And the chart basically gives you, gives you just about everything. It talks about your strengths, your weaknesses. It talks about relationships, health, money, career, family, uh, home <laughs> life. You name it. It's just finances, everything. It talks about all those, addresses all those issues, and then some. So it really is a great roadmap to tell you your strengths and weaknesses of character, why you came back here in this lifetime, what was your game plan, so to say. Mm-hmm. And then it also tells you what's coming up for you each, you know, I do it yearly, but when a, so when a client comes to me, I give them, a chart that tells them what's going to be coming up for them in the next year. I can go mm-hmm. further than that. You know, it's all based on uh, the transits and what are called the progressions to the chart. And it gives you an idea, an idea of what cycles of energies people are going to be influenced by in, in the course of, say, a year from now. Okay. So that gives you, it gives you a, a real good idea of, what kind of challenges you may be facing in the next year. It doesn't predict outcomes, okay? It's not about predicting outcomes. That's mm-hmm. one area that people kind of get confused about. It's not about predicting uh, outcomes. That's basically based on your decisions and your willpower. You know, your willpower is still, everybody has free will. So they mm-hmm, can choose mm-hmm. whatever it is they want to choose. But those choices are a lot of times based on planetary influences, that yeah. some of them are stronger than others, you know, mm-hmm. depending depending on our chart. So, uh, you know, it gives you a, a what's kind of a heads up what's to come up for you in the next year, what's going to come up, and how you should then an astrologer, if they're a good astrologer, should tell you what to expect in in a kind of a in general sort of way, and then how to deal with that energy, like energetically and emotionally, also, right? Yes, but, yeah. you know, every planet has their distinct thing. In fact, we had, you know, I had discussed this two months ago that because we had been doing this show together now for a couple of years, and in those two years we dis- we've been discussing the sun sign, which changes every month. Mm-hmm. But now we decided to look at the moon sign, which is which changes every two and a half days. Yes, So yes. the moon goes through all the, all 12 signs, in one month, approximately mm-hmm. 28, 29 days. <coughs> and um, 
you can actually, if you work with the energies of the moon, because the moon is about feelings and emotions, so that's, that's one thing that you can follow pretty well because we're all very emotional creatures. And so if you follow the, the uh, moon sign as it travels through each of the signs every two and a half days, you can feel the changes that are taking place. In fact, we just went into, uh, today as a matter of fact, this morning we went into the sign of Taurus about four in the morning. So things started to slow down a little bit because we came out of the sign of Aries. And Aries moves very fast and it's very energetic and it gives you a lot of energy to get a lot of things accomplished, to do a lot of things. Now it's kind of the moon in Taurus is much more laid back, relaxed, takes stock of things, uh, work on possibly working on things like money and finances and getting those things in order. Now in this life. is going to be for everybody, though, right? So when yes, your moon yes. and now it's just so my moon sign is the same as your moon sign. Yeah, everybody's no? affect. Yeah, no, your your moon sign at birth is different for each person individually. But then the moon keeps moving along its orbital path or its um, zodiacal path along with all the other planets, so they keep changing signs. So the moon and Taurus... So we're all impacted. Like, so the moon's in uh, Taurus right now. So all of us across the board are going to be impacted by the moon and Taurus. Exactly. The whole world right now is influenced by the moon and Taurus. Exactly. You know, I had a question that popped into my head a little mm-hmm. bit ago, uh, so we're going to switch back a little bit. You had said that you do a yearly chart on people. Now, I know that you mm-hmm. do uh, relationship charts, things like that for people. Right. But, Dave, what if people had sudden burning questions? Like, people call me all the time because there are specific situations going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and... But also, as far as the chart goes, I know that you also address things like what's the best time to open up a business, uh, where right. it's going to be the most successful, pick this day or that day. So if people right. actually want to do like a month-out chart or, or three months or six months, do you, do you do stuff like that too? Yeah, well, when I do charts, when I do the natal chart, that's the birth chart, I look at what's coming up for them in about, I usually go about a year in advance from the time they come to, for the reading. Okay. okay, that's that's based on the planet, the planets transiting and progressing over your natal chart. But then, when you want to pick a, if you want to pick a certain date, let's say, for let's say you want to get married or you want to start a business or start a relationship of some kind, that's called electional astrology, and that's I do that as well. People come to me okay. and they ask me, well, when when you want to, they want to know when's the best time. When, like I, they'll tell me they want to get married within the next year, what month and day would be the best date for them to uh, get married? And I'll, I'll go through their chart and look to see ahead in about a year's uh, time ahead and see what I feel is the best time for not just the the, the one person, but for both people as well, you know. Yes. And then, and then there's other charts too, like horary chart is like, Let's say you lost your car keys and you don't know where they are. You can ask a question, and in that, in the moment that you ask that question, where are my car keys, you set up a chart for that exact moment that wow. you ask, ask the question, 
and that'll set up a chart, and that chart should give you some clues, you know, based on, you know, what rules car keys and what house that Mars may be in, because Mars rules cars and car keys, and there might be some other planets involved too. You know, give you an idea of what house it's in, and the house tells you what, where in your own house that may be located, or where in your, in your, in your world that uh, the car keys may be. Um, okay, now here's lying. another question, Phil. The way you stated yeah. that this horary chart, mm-hmm. asking where something's lost. I've worked mm-hmm. with the police before. Um, it was, it was, it was not. I don't do several cases or anything. But, you know, the one question was, where was this man? I knew the man was murdered, but we had to find out. uh, And even his spirit kept coming to me and showing Mm -hmm. me things, but we had to find out where he was buried. Um, I had gotten certain things very accurate on the case, and I called in another lady, and she said he was buried under the cement of this guy's Mm -hmm. garage. And I said, well, I'm 100% sure the girlfriend is going to tell on the murderer. And... Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I knew it was going to be a long time from the time we were searching for his body. Anyway, that all happened. He was buried under the guy's uh, garage in the cement, and um, the girlfriend told on him. Went to the mm-hmm. police because he threatened to kill her father, and so she mm-hmm. went to the police. And the police said, oh, Mammy's just probably spouting off, and she goes, oh, no, he's murdered before. Anyway, so that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, oh. with the question you just said about lost car keys, by asking a question to you, because I know how I've got to look for dead bodies in my psychic work, right, or uh-huh. missing people. Right. But is that the same thing for you with this chart? As soon as somebody says, yeah. where is the body or where is that person, can you do that too? Yeah. I mean, if I say, for instance, um, I ask a question, where are my car keys? I can't find them anywhere. And the car keys, cars have, are ruled by Mars. Okay, so car keys, which are associated with the car, would be probably Mars as well. And so let's say Mars falls, let's say I set up a chart for the moment that I asked the question, and Mars happens to fall into into the 10th house. Well, the 10th house has to do with one's career. So it's very likely that I left my cars back at the office, you see. And so it, mm-hmm. you, you can do it that way. You can say, well, it, I left it, um, oh, maybe I, I, was, I was going to school or something, and I, I have something in my third. I'm just using this as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I may have see, seen the car keys come up as Mars in my third house, so I might have left them back at school where I just came back from, or something like that. The houses give you a clue as to what you know what areas – in my life are ruled by those houses and now and so then it will tell me where those keys may have been left where i may have left them or may where may wow. i have dropped them somewhere you know wow so it's very insightful so before we go to our listeners um there's a mm-hmm. couple things that i want to announce and i and i will you i know you've got a class coming up so yes. and because the show didn't work out last week because they were still working out the bugs um mm-hmm. what class can you share okay. with our listeners what's coming up for you? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, um, I'm going to be teaching beginning astrology courses again. This is for anybody who's, you know, like a total novice. They've never done any work in astrology whatsoever, but they're curious and they've read some books maybe and they want to know about a beginning astrology. 
I will be teaching at a place called the Gathering Lighthouse, and it's located at 26 North Park Avenue in Lombard, Illinois. And um, I can, is it okay if I give the phone number over the air here? Oh, please, give the, give the location again. Yeah, it's 26 North Park Avenue in downtown Lombard. For anybody who's living in the Chicagoland area, we are starting this class that begins this Saturday from 10 in the morning until 12 noon. And at that address I just gave you, and the number to call is 630-785-6541. And again, the name of the place is called the Gathering Lighthouse. I'm going to be teaching beginning one courses. They're going to run for four consecutive Saturdays okay. uh, in September. So just four All weeks right. in September. And we're going to talk about the signs, the houses, the planets, and the aspects. Each week it's going to cover those particular subjects. So it's, okay. it's really so just for anybody three, starting out. 630-785-6541. And yeah. I've taken classes with you before, Dave. You're a wonderful teacher, and you're very enlightening. Um, so you guys, you know, call Dave up. If you're if you're uh, a novice, if you're a novice astrologer, you know, get in here, um, learn from the best, and get good. So um, why don't so I, I give want to them hear... my... I was going to say, well, I know I'd give them my email address as well. So Please. if they if they, if they want to contact me before before calling the center, that's fine too. So my my email address is astro a s t r o gunning g u n n i n g one word astro gunning at sbcglobal.net, or they can contact me through my website, which is. Uh, www.planetaryvibrations.com. Sweet. All right. Uh, Thank you for so that. you guys know it's this weekend, and um, and you said again it's ten o'clock Saturday, right? Yeah, ten. That's, I would have announced this earlier. I would have announced this on on the show last week, but we had technical difficulties, so uh, yeah. we weren't able to do it. So um, I know this is kind of late notice, but you still have three days to sign up, and sure. I hope people will. Well, instead of going down to Navy Pier, get out to Lombard. <laughs> so, so I want to share with people this is this is my big deal once a year garage sale special. Buy a piece of my junk for a buck and get a reading at half price. Uh, I do this every year, you guys. Um, so a lot of people like calling in. They like um, getting this getting this deal on my psychic readings. It's a limited three only at this cheap cheap price. So um, you can check out, of course, you guys know me, check out my website, coffeepsychic.com. I'm having some work done on my website coming up here. But you can also call or go to my uh, newsletter, and um, you can get to that, excuse me, get on my free newsletter by going to my website, and that's coffeepsychic.com, or you can contact me, juryn1, at aol.com. And, uh, again, it's my once-a-year-only garage sale special. My garage sale is going to be this Saturday and Sunday um, at my address in Crown Point from uh, 10 in the morning till 4 in the afternoon. So come on by. And even if you guys don't live in the area, you just, if you're out in New Zealand or Canada, I mean, I read people from New Zealand, Canada, Australia also, um, just call up. 
and you'll get the same special. So half price. You know, I want Dave, before we go to the callers, I have one more thing to share. This is something that's never happened to me before. I've never had this experience. So it was it was kind of a really neat experience this morning. Um, I've had interpreters for uh, other people, Polish people, Hispanic people. I know a little bit of Spanish, uh, t- a little tiny bit of uh, Polish. But I had a woman that called up this morning, and she was deaf. And she had an interpreter, and I was I was you know very honored. Uh, I've never had that experience before. So um, this lady called up on the phone, and uh, both people were you know these interpreters were just charming, uh, charming, charming people. And so was my caller. It was just a beautiful. It was a beautiful experience. It was something new for me. I just want to share that. Oh, that's that's different. That's unique. It it was. They they have a service out there, I guess, for deaf people. Uh, mm. to make their calls, and um, I had never heard of that before, so that's why it was something new for me. Wow, that is very, very special. It is very special. I'm I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled that they have that service for people out there. That's a really good service. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to share that. So, well, I'll tell you what. What do you think? Should we get on with the show? Let's see who we have online here. Sure. All right, let me take a quick peek here. All righty. Hello, caller. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Hi, who is this and where are you calling from? Um, my name is Camilla, and I'm calling from uh, Miami, Florida. Hi, Camilla. How are you today? I'm doing okay. How are you all doing? Good, good. good. So what questions do you have tonight, honey? Ooh, um, I had a question, I guess, with regards to uh, my living space. Um, I'm going to have to move pretty soon, and I'm wondering if I'm going to have to, you know, if I'm going to basically get a job in time to stay where I am or if I'm going to have to move back uh, home or it's really um, unpredictable right now, and I know that I know a little bit about astrology. I know I have a... Uranus um, um, opposite moon um, transit going on, oh. so it's just like pretty crazy feeling. And um, so you have sure you have moon in Libra right now. Yeah, I mean you have moon in Libra, Libra in, in your chart. In the tenth house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. In the tenth house. And okay. So Uranus is going through your fourth house then. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that would indicate, uh, especially the moon, because the moon rules in the natural charter rules the home so mm-hmm. with uranus opposing your moon um I, where are you living right now i'm subletting a place in miami because i was trying it out and um i was hoping to get a gig um which hasn't happened and i have to move um in october well, okay move, what, like, and, and, october. and what is your sun sign my sun sign is pisces Pisces, and when what's when's your birthday? Um, it's March fifth, nineteen eighty. Okay, so you're at around fifteen degrees of Pisces. Your sun in Pisces, and Neptune is in Pisces right now, but it's only at around eight degrees, so it's not really as yet affecting your sun sign. But with Uranus opposing your moon, I would expect that there could very well be a move now. 
it may not necessarily be under the most ideal circumstances. Uh, It might be a sudden type move because Uranus has that tendency to suddenly uproot or change the circumstances that we're in. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that can be a little bit upsetting, unsettling Mm -hmm. to the person. But sometimes, here's the thing about Uranus you should know. Uranus always brings changes that we don't expect, and we at first uh, feel like, oh, this is just um, shocking. I don't, I don't know how far, if I can deal with this. But usually after things settle down, we realize that the change was actually for the better in the long run. It was something, Maybe it was something we needed to do. We needed to change in order to get out of our rut. Uranus always takes us out of our rut. Okay, mm-hmm. so if Uranus is transiting opposing your moon, then that could be unsettling to you emotionally, but also, mm-hmm. and it may it may move you, it may tend to uproot you, and you may have to move, but mm-hmm. it may be for the better. I mean, it may be something you need to do, and you may not feel like that now, but mm-hmm. in the long run, it's Uranus always. It may close one door, but it always tends to open a new door. So that's the kind of the good news about Uranus. Okay, and my Jupiter return is now, so I'm hoping it's it's good. Oh, well, that if you're if you're going through a Jupiter return, uh, which means that you have Jupiter in Virgo. Mm-hmm. In my ninth that's house. That's good. Yeah, and okay, so that's good. And that's Jupiter returns can bring. Um, some good fortune in terms of it could it could bring a new job into your mm-hmm. field of play. That's good. And are you thinking about going back to school or anything like that or not? Um, I'm just kind of uh, in limbo about my career right now. Um, my gigs have slowed down, and I'm not so sure I want to do what I'm doing anymore. I'm kind what of are open. You doing? What are you um, doing? I'm an editor, like a television editor freelance. Okay, um, and that's another thing about the Uranus moon. It may suddenly take you in a whole new direction, too, okay? Mm-hmm. So keep keep an open mind right now with the Uranus, because Uranus has to do with, by the way, uh, it also has to do with the entertainment field, um, mm-hmm. television, radio, all of those things. So you're, you may be taking a whole new, dif- you may stay in the, in the field, in general, the this, this general field that you're in, but you may switch gears to another, you know, type of work, but still in the same field. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So and it, the fact it, that, that it's in the 10th, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's you're with Uranus. Yeah, the 10th house moon means that you could change jobs uh, often. Also means that you can come before the public when you have moon in the 10th. So with Uranus in your fourth house, that may mean, a lot of times with Uranus in the fourth house transiting, it may mean that the person has to change jobs because they're moving or they change jobs and then they move. See, they fourth house, tenth house go together. Fourth house has right. to do with home. Tenth house has to do with career. So they're greatly being affected right now by Uranus transiting and opposing your moon natally. Nice, nice. So, you know, what, what we have to do is, Camilla, I always tell people, uh, Dave, uh, you know that word plethora, plethora. Dave is a plethora of information, uh, astrologically speaking, <laughs> and, and even more than that. But I want to tell everyone, just listening to the things that Dave has shared with you, it's amazing. 
Um, this is where I suggest that you positively give Dave a call. And, uh, Dave, how can people contact you again? I know we've got to get to the other callers, but how can people contact you to get a full astrological chart? I think Camilla, the best way for you to just contact me is right through my email address. It's astro, A-S-T-R-O, gunning, G-U-N-N-I-N-G, at sbcglobal.net, and then I'll just, we'll, we can go from there. Yeah, and you guys, I just want everyone to remember, uh, there's a lot of callers in line here. We want to ask a question so we can get to all of the callers because uh, you guys know how hard it is to sit here and wait a half hour on the phone and then not get your uh, not get a question answered. So we just want to be respectful of each other, you know, each, of each other. Okay, so let's see who we have next in line. Hello, Hi, caller. Jerry. Hello, Jurian. How are you? Good. Who is this? It's Jay. The last time you, I called. Dave was on, and I was just kind of shocked. So I was like, "Let me." You know, sometimes I listen, but now I, I was just calling in on, on November seventh. Yeah, on November seventh, I took your advice about the the red tapered candle. Oh, and good girl. Um, How did it turn out for you? I, well, nothing's happened, you know. Yeah, um, um, basically, I was just curious about um, PG, and you, you, um, so I was just so Dave. What do you see about P, on November seventh, and what do you see about PG? Should I just is this a dead horse? And also oh, Dorian, PG is a horse. No, no, I said, is this a dead horse? I'm like... Oh, 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 I see. <laughs> when is your birthday, Jane? November 7th. Okay, so you're a Scorpio. Um, and that's your, therefore, they're about a 17 degree of Scorpio sun sign. And thank God, finally, Saturn is going to get out of Scorpio. Mm-hmm. And on, here's what people should know. This month, on September 19th, Saturn will finally get out of Scorpio for good and go into Sagittarius. Okay? Wow. That's and much better, that's, isn't it, Dave? Yes. Well, it's going to be a big relief for Scorpios, I'll tell you that much. And Tauruses, too, because those two signs are opposite signs, and they've been affected in a very you know, somewhat challenging way. Um for the last two and a half to three years. So that may, you may feel a lifting, Jane, a feeling like, oh, like a a burden or monkeys lifting off your back slowly, but it'll start to lift any burdens that you're feeling. And that's a good thing. That's a, it's a good, it's good news for Scorpios. Let's put it that way. They're finally getting out from under the Saturn and Scorpio. Okay, so what about Beautiful. what do you see, Jorianne, in terms of PG? As far as PG goes, you know, um, and I, I want to um, comment on what you said with the candle stuff. Many times it's not just using it once. You've also got to do it a couple of times to keep the energy moving, okay? So just mm-hmm. remember that, Jane, all right? And okay, PG, so sure. when I when I get PG's energy... It feels very, um, I don't know, the energy does kind of feel like a dead horse. It's its dragging. 
It doesn't feel energized to me. It doesn't feel like it's going where you'd want it, where you want it to go right now, Jane. That's what it feels like right now. Okay. Has it been so slow? He, so, no, he he just he hasn't contacted me or anything. I haven't heard. All right, from so that has been slow then. Okay, so so he's not so he's not making contact. So that's right. what it feels like. It just feels like it's not moving right now. So, again, sometimes you just want to sit here and um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to comment on the candle magic. The candle magic that Jane's talking about is the reversal, the red tapered candle upside down that reverses any and all negative energy that's going on around you and or around a situation. However, you know, it doesn't change somebody else's mind about a situation either. It frees up the energy so people can be free about what's going on. But um, anytime somebody does something around candle magic or prayer or anything else to try to influence somebody else's behavior, that's called manipulative magic, and that's something that could be, well, it's not fair to the other person because you're kind of tying them up psychically in the spiritual realm. And also uh, people say, watch what you ask for. You might get it, and later on you might regret it. So I just want to share that with people. When you're going to be doing prayers, I don't care what kind of prayers, make sure if you're going to pray for love, pray for love to come to you. Um, You want to ask for your soulmate to come to you and ask for that freely, you know, bringing harm to none. You want to remember that because you want somebody to be with you because they love you and care about you and not just because you want them. So. Yeah, so but so Jane, let us know what happens. I would still, I would still say some prayers to bring us, bring you your true soulmate. If it is this person, uh, things can turn around, and this person will show up in your life, even if it's at a later time. Um, and if not, you'll find yourself an amazing, an amazing soulmate coming your way. So um, yeah, I can I make share that one? I just let me just make one other comment here too. Um, you have your sun in Scorpio, and even though the Saturn is is kind of far away from your sun sign, nevertheless, whatever degree Saturn is in, you're going to be feeling it, no matter how far away it is. And that is the Scorpios, I mean. So you may not have wanted to do anything about this situation because Saturn always makes you feel kind of dragged down. But now that's going out of Scorpio and in the Sagittarius, uh, the Scorpios are going to have this feeling of freedom. Uh, but I will say this, the Sagittarians and Geminis now are going to start to feel sort of a drag on their energy a little bit. And that's, you know, those are two very exciting masculine signs, and it's not going to be easy with, for those two signs coming up. But it, for at least now the, Saturn, the Scorpions are going to start to... Uh, or the Scorpions and the Tauruses are going to start to feel free of this Saturn energy that's Beautiful. been bothering them for the last two years. Thank you. Okay, Jane, so remember that, because uh, now we're going to go on to the next caller, but remember what Dave is saying. And, um, yeah, I want to say thanks for calling in. All right, let's see who's next. Hello, caller. Hello, uh, hello, Jorianne. Hello, Dave. It's Russ. Hi. Hey, Russ, how are you? Hi. Oh, not too bad. I want you. Good. Good. What's so, your question? Well, something a little bit different today, other than jobs and the money here. But uh, got a sister-in-law who, who I get a strong feeling 
getting is getting ready to uh, guy about four, about thirteen years or senior, about four, actually about fourteen years older than her next spring, and I guess Ryan feeling it's going to end up in a divorce here pretty good because this will be her second marriage. It'll be his fourth. Um, she's four. She'll be forty nine here in November, and he's like sixty two. 63-ish. Um, and uh, I did, I sort of just sternly and tactfully told her a few months ago that, that this is going to be in divorce, uh, and in divorce as well, because that's what I felt, because I'm pretty mm-hmm. intuitive myself. So I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, just seeing if, you know, you know, if there was a confirmation for that or what you felt coming. Let me, let me ask you this, it? Russ. I want to ask you this real quick. Is somebody sick over there? Between the two, because I think somebody's got uh, something that they're that they're dealing with over there, or they need to deal with, because something's uh, up over there in that relationship. He is. Uh, yeah. He's, I think he's got. Uh, I'm not sure all he's got, all the things he's got, but one of the things I know he's like got the gluten illness, whatever you know, the uh, celiacs or whatever that is. And I think he's got a yeah. couple other things going on as well. Okay. Well, they got to handle what, that because that's causing a real problem. What are their uh, sun signs, Russ? What it is? I'm not sure about. I, um, but I know she's um, Scorpio. She was born November sixth of '66. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, that's yeah. See that? That's interesting. That day before the previous caller. So um, it's been rough for her, and because her sun sign is Scorpio, and now. It should be lifting a little bit as it goes out of this sign into Sagittarius on the 19th. But a lot of times, here's how it works sometimes. You can go through a difficult Saturn, and then all of a sudden the divorce comes, and then the person feels free. And that's how you feel when Saturn goes out of one sign into the next sign. So I kind of feel the same way that it might be coming to an end because there's a change of sign here with Saturn. But it's possible. And yeah, that's said, what I'm kind of yeah, He it, said, you don't know his sign, though. You don't know his sun sign, you said, right? That, uh, yeah, that I don't know. I thought he was, I'm not positive. I thought he was either Jan, or like a January baby or an April baby. I'm not 100% sure on that, though. Okay, okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. But, yeah, it's... Um, Sometimes sign changes can change the situation. And, you know, like, for instance, I'll give you an example. You know, like, if somebody is sick, really ill for a long time, and then they go through a particular Jupiter aspect. Now, usually people think of Jupiter as something very, very positive, but then the person dies. Well, for that person, it was positive because they had been suffering for so long and now mm-hmm. that they've died, they're free of that illness. Well, it's the same with marriages. You know, if they've been suffering for a long time in a marriage, and then they go through an aspect that releases them, like Jupiter or Uranus, that's good because now they're free of that situation, and they can move on to a whole different situation in their life. So death isn't always a bad thing. There's, and there's different no. kinds of death as well. Yeah, it was kind of interesting, too, because I had a bit of a brief vision of her laying in her coffin. Uh, so I'm not sure if that's more symbolic than it is uh, actual, but, um, yeah, I just thought that was kind of strange. And, and she looked to be about the age she is now. So, hmm. 
That well, I don't Rob, know. That, I'm that's telling you, the energy I was picking up is not good. There are some medical concerns there, and I, I don't feel good about them at all. Yeah, I know she's really stubborn and refuses to listen to anybody. And I've, you know, I've said my piece, so I'm not going to say any more. I told my wife yeah. so much that, so it's just, you know, because I know she's not going to listen. And if I say anything more, it's going to, you know, really upset my in-laws and things like that. They don't need that stress or anything. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So just try support to them. Russ, is she trying to hold on to this marriage, or, or she, or she? Uh, wanted- yeah, she's trying to hold on. Cause, well, yeah, because she just got divorced just over a year ago from her first husband. He he cheated on her. She ended up cheating with the guy she's going to marry before the divorce was official. Mm-hmm. I, I suppose this guy has three other marriages, probably the same thing there as well. So uh, wouldn't surprise me. So, and she's stubbornly trying to stick with this guy. Claims she loves him, but I. Yeah, I think there's other things going on there. So, uh, and then she basically dumped her. She's got two kids. She dumped, and they're like uh, 20 and 22. She dumped them on her parents, who don't need them because they're mid 70s. Mm-hmm. They just both hit 75 this year. Yeah. Uh, so they don't need them around. So she's just basically a very selfish, self-centered, uh, egotistical, know nothing. So to put it mildly. Yeah, and she's bringing <laughs> a lot of um, difficult karma to her. Into her life I was just going to say that. karma, Dave. Yep, I was just going to say karma. And we don't know what they're trying to work out here either because we, we have no no idea what their lessons are. And, you know, right. uh, they're coming together for some reason. We just don't know what that is. Yeah, maybe yeah. they had something like a past life together or something. And, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, so that you know, yeah, so that does sort of confirm that you know maybe my intuition was pretty good there too. Then and uh, you know, but but also to keep my mouth shut from here and out. So, uh, yeah, but I've, Russ, here's the thing though. The thing is, um, you're an outsider looking in. You don't know what their what their karma is, but your your thoughts are like, oh my gosh, this could be a problem for people you care about. You know, yeah. um, my thought is uh, because we don't know what God has in mind for this couple or what they're supposed to be learning, I always like to look at it as, uh, okay, well, how can I say some prayers for these guys? Or I just say, they will be done, O Lord, not mine. And if this, if these people come to you for any kind of help, um, then just tell them how you're feeling about the situation. Tell them you're, you're not sure that you're comfortable with it for, you know, uh, certain reasons or whatever it is. But Yeah, know, and it sounds like your intuition is right on, Russ. So, yeah, yeah. I, I um, do feel you know. I I barely know this guy. I've talked to him maybe once or twice, and it hasn't been more than like a minute or two long conversations. So yeah, you know, I might feel comfortable more comfortable talking to him if he asks my opinion. But I'm not going to force it on him. So um, so if he comes to me, I'd be glad to talk to him and say, hey, you know, give him my two yeah. cents worth. But uh, um, yeah, but uh, she did, she definitely doesn't want anything to do with me at this point in time because I already told her what I thought. So uh, oh, there you go. Well, what's amazing, I'm going to say this, and then we're going to move on to the next caller. I know that I have seen some people in relationships with other difficult people, and sometimes the combination of the two actually softens, like the, you know, softens the harsher person. And and many times they've come into this relationship to learn from each other. So, you know, say some prayers and and let it go and just pray for the situation. That's what I would say. Sounds good. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Dave. Okay. You're welcome, Russ. Good luck, Russ. Bye-bye. You know, we can never tell, Dave, um, you know, why two people are together. You look at some people and they're like yeah. oil and water. And I've seen mm-hmm. some people 
talk about their relatives. And they're like, oh, they, you know, all they do is fight and blah blah blah. And it's like, but that's how they learn to communicate with each other. And for yeah, them, sometimes, yeah, sometimes you need to, yeah, the lesson sometimes keeps repeating itself because sometimes it, for some people, it takes longer for them to learn that lesson. So yes. they unfortunately have to get knocked over the head a few more times than <sighs> normal, you know. So yeah, it just happens. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, well, let's see who we have next online. Hello, caller. Hi. Yes. Hi. I'm Evelyn. All right, Evelyn, where are you calling from? I'm calling California. All right, welcome to the show. Oh, it's been interesting listening to the conversations. Thank you. How can we help you? Um, I would like to know um, if, astrologically speaking, um, in my chart, if there's the one, if he's coming along with kiddos. <laughs> I'm really sorry, really, say that say that again. I would like to know if according to my chart, um, my astrological chart, um, mm-hmm. if there's um a compatible mate along with, you know, children okay. in the future. Okay. Uh and what is your birth sign? Eight seventeen eighty two. Well I'm a Leo, I'm sorry. I'm a Leo. Okay, so you're a Leo and you're you're right around two your late degree of Leo, 27 degree Leo, um, which, by the way, Jupiter just went out of Leo, went into Virgo now. But um, let's see. You still have this month Mars right around the 21st of this month, September. Mars is going to go right over your sun sign. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a bring in uh, the love of your life. Okay, but Mars does represent men. And so if Mars is going over your sun, um, it might bode well for you. Are you in a relationship now, or is it is there nobody on the horizon, or what's what's the situation? I'm not in a relationship. There's been someone who um, I was um, in a relationship prior. Um, we mm-hmm. stayed as friends, and I still have feelings for him, but I know... I don't think it's mutual, so I've kind of decided I'm not going to pursue that. Well, he may contact you right around that 21st of the month, but if he doesn't, I wouldn't be adverse for you going and calling him because, see, when Mars goes over your sun sign, it means that your energies are much, much more assertive, more, I don't like the word necessarily aggressive, but you're asserting yourself more. You feel like it's okay to assert yourself you don't have to be pushy or anything like that. That's not the, what this aspect is all about. But you may want to assert yourself a little bit and feel out where this person is at. Okay, so don't don't we, feel we, afraid to, to go after the person a little bit or call <laughs> them or something like that. No, we have communicated. Um, oh, okay. And we we decided it's best as friends. I think there's an attraction, a mutual attraction, but I'm like. Mm. If a man doesn't call you, he's not interested. That's the way I see it. I don't well, that's true. That's times, what I've heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you, so you like, may mm-hmm. find that that could, that could change around the 21st, that, you know, things do change. So that I would be open to that. Okay. And remember that movie, he's really not that into. Remember that movie, you guys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah I mean, I'm, I'm not, yeah. And here's the other thing. Let me, let me mention this one other thing. You have 
Venus going over your sun sign around October 6th. That's just a few mm-hmm. weeks later. And that's, so you got from the 20, let me see, from the, uh, let me just get these dates straight. Uh, from about the 21st of September to around the 6th or 7th of, about the 5th or 6th of, of October, you're, you got Mars and Venus in Leo, and this is a time to sort of assert yourself in the area of love. So if it's not him, you might want to, you know, assert yourself into another area. Okay, but so put yourself out there is what I'm saying. I definitely will. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck, honey. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. Take care. Bye bye. I have one. Bye. Bye. All right. I'll tell you what, Dave. That is one of the hardest things we all have to deal with is love. Not just not just money and financial security, but love is such a um, important part of all of our lives. Yes, it's very much. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of lonely people out there, and you know, there, I feel I'm utterly convinced, and this has come over the years of studying astrology, that uh-huh. just by looking at a person's Venus and Mars and Sun and Moon in their chart and their ascendant and descendant, that there is somebody for everyone. Yes. There's no one that if they if you want to be in a relationship you will be in a relationship. All you have to yeah. do is put it out there and it'll come to you. Yes, yes. It's all and a I matter think, of coming at the right time. But and and so so for a lot of people, you know, I've done readings for a long time and I've met a lot of amazing people and what they say is there uh in our lives we have great strengths in so many different parts of our lives and then there might be one certain area of our lives that we stink at. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's money for people. Other people, mm-hmm. it might be their love relationships. You know, it could be because of fear, you know, feeling a little inadequate or uncertain of yourself, things like that. Right. But uh, I agree with you, Dave. I do believe there is somebody for everybody. They actually say that we have at least five or six different soulmates each lifetime that we can connect yep. with. That's yeah. five or six. I mean, you look at Elizabeth Taylor. Wasn't she married like 13 times? And look at Mickey yeah. Rooney. How many right, times exactly. is he married? And these these are people that you're falling in love with, you're making a commitment with. But for some people, it's just hard to get out there. And I I hope I didn't sound rude when I had said with Evelyn, you know, um, that you know that uh, that movie that they have, he's just not really into you. If mm-hmm. when she made the comment that if a man doesn't call you, then he's not interested. Sometimes and many times that's true. But I've got to tell you, I've met some really amazing, gentle, bashful men also that I've actually helped coach in love relationships. Uh, uh-huh. One of them specifically got married. Uh, he's got a wonderful marriage now. And for him to get out there and start dating, it was a real, real chore. Right. It's kind of a, right. a scary feel to you know get into. So what I'm saying, Devlin, is, you know, or and anyone out there, if there is somebody that you're interested in, if they seem to not approach you, it doesn't always mean that they're not interested. It could be that they're afraid. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes you just kind of have to kick back and relax. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah. Now I was just going to say she. He could be shyer than than she is. Than you she know? is. And 
Yeah. And so, in fact, Pisces and Virgos tend to be very shy signs, but um, there's a Virgo and Pisces probably out there for them. But she's a, I think she said she was a Leo. So I think she's, um, usually Leos, they feel a strong desire to be in a relationship. And they should be with um, fellow fire signs, depending on how much fire they have in their, in their chart, first of all. But they might do well with Sagittarians and Aries, or maybe they're opposite sign of Aquarius. So, you know, there's, okay. as I say, there's, there's all, in fact, I think there's a lot of people for any one person, you know. Yes. It's just a yes. matter of knowing your, get to know yourself first. Once you know yourself, who you are, what you're interested in, just go after all the things that you're interested in, and you will find people in those activities, you know. Totally, totally. So, look, you know, I didn't realize we our time is running short. I can't believe it. Finally, we're working. We're back up on the show, and this hour has almost flown by. So, Dave, yep. I want you to – I know we can probably get one more one more call in or maybe two more if we're swift about it. But, Dave, okay. would you please tell our listeners about your class again? Yes. I'm going to be starting to teach a beginning astrology class. Now, I know it's kind of last-minute notice because we were – I was going to announce this last week, but – or last month, I should say, but uh, we were having technical difficulties. But the class starts this Saturday, September 5th, and it runs for four consecutive Saturdays, uh, beginning one astrology from 10 to 12, 10 in the morning to 12 noon at the Gathering Lighthouse. It's in Lombard, and the address is 26 North Park Avenue in downtown Lombard. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be September 5th, September 12th, the 19th, and 26th. And um, the number to call there is 630-785-6541. Okay. Ask for June. And- June is the, the owner and runner. She's probably the person you'll talk to. If June's not there, ask for Margie or Patty because those are her daughters. And these three are a scream. They're, they are just a delightful threesome. Very outgoing, very generous, very caring, and they run the Gathering Lighthouse, and they're fantastic people. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, so I want to share uh, my my event also. I'll be having my once-a-year only garage sale special where you can buy a piece of my junk for a buck and get a reading at half price. Even if you can't come to my home in Crown Point, still call in. You can still get the deal. And that number is 219-940-9292. Again, it's 219-940-9292. You can also get on my website to get on my free email news list. And that is um, www.coffeepsychic.com. Now, for the couple of people that we do have online still, we're going to try to get to you. Uh, and Dave, we'll see if we can do a quick question, okay? Okay. Yep. I know we're going to be going off the air here, guys. So I want to say thank you for everyone uh, calling in tonight, and um, make sure you call in here next week. Uh, I'll be giving free psychic quest- questions next re- week. I, gee, I'm tripping over my words now, <laughs> trying to get it all in before we <laughs> close the show. Anyway, this we is, will be uh, back on. Yours? You and I will be back on the last Wednesday of uh, this month, right? Yes, last Wednesday Wednesday of this month, you bet. All right, guys, uh, when we close off, I just want to say thanks for calling in. Uh, this is Jory and the Coffee Psychic with Master Astrologer Dave Gunning 
your psychic connection. We'll talk to you right here uh, next week at um, Blog Talk Radio. All right, good night, everyone. Okay, let's see who's still on the line, Dave. Are you there, Dave? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Hello, caller? Hello? Hi, Hello. who is this? Hello? Hi, this is Esther. Hey, Esther, how are you doing? I am really good. I just wanted to let you know that I did apply for that job. The, um, yeah. uh, the Bulls and the, uh, another job is the MSG Downtown Theater, Chicago. Will I hear in the next three weeks? Good. I'm getting ready. Yes. Yay! I just want to know. So what do you think, Jorianne? Will I hear from one of those jobs or what? It feels like you should. Dave, what are you picking up? Well, what, well first of all, when is your birthday? Oh, January 27th. Oh, so you're an Aquarius. Okay. Yes. Yeah, early Aquarius. Um, oh, yeah, with... Let's see. Hold on. Let me just double check something here. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, Saturn will be sextiling your son. That's good. Um, I, I don't know your whole chart. Do you know your chart, by the way? No, I do not. I want to have it done. Okay. Uh, sun is going to be going into Libra the 26th. That'll be trining your sun sign. Um, very possible. Let's see, 27th. So that I'm thinking by the very end of the month, with sun trining okay. your sun, there, you might hear from one of them. And keep pushing yourself out there, Esther. Keep pushing yourself out there. Yes, ma'am. And keep visualizing because you know how powerful that is. Keep seeing it coming to you, okay? You, you taught me that. Thank you so much. Good yes, girl. I will. <laughs> Thanks, I will. Thanks, Esther. We'll talk to you next and time. And I'm going to try to get – all right, sweetie, I'll talk, to you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. All right, God bless. Thanks, Dave. All right, bye. Uh-huh. Okay, you're thank welcome. You bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my God, Dave. I, I just love <laughs> these guys. Oh, I yeah. just love Esther. She's so wonderful. All right, let's see. I know we've got another – person or two. Let's see who we have here. Hello, caller. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, yes. who is this? Hi, this is Linda, and I'm calling from Tennessee. Hey, Linda, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Just a quick question. It's a little bit of a storyline. I moved from New York to Tennessee two and a half years ago because of the economy, but I recently uh-huh. had a family visit, and they offered me a job in New York. I know. I can tell you, you're moving. I can tell you're moving right away. Yeah, get out of Tennessee. Get back to New York. Yeah, (laughs) I can see you moving so fast, honey, it's not funny. You don't belong in Tennessee. No way. Do you see it being positive? Because I I have to pick up my, I have to drag my boyfriend too over there. Oh, my God, how funny is that? The job will be fine. You'll be fine, I think. What's your I sign? think you'll What's be your... wonderful. What, when is your sun sign? Ironically enough, I'm a Pisces, March 1st, and okay. I also have a moon in Taurus. Okay, well, that's moon in Taurus today. Um, um, when I'm sorry, March 1st, so that's about a 10-degree Pisces. What job is it that you're going for in New York? I'm going to be a restaurant manager in Manhattan. Nice. Okay. 
Neptune's going over your sun sign. Very interesting. Um, it's it's going to be good, but just remember this, that, you know, Pisces tend to be a little bit spacey to begin with, all right? And with Neptune going over your sun sign, it's not a bad thing. It's going to make you very, very compassionate, okay? But I think it's going to work out. I just have a feeling, and I don't know your whole chart, but I'm just picking up that it's going to work out for you when you go back to the Big Apple. Yeah, well, me too. Well, thank you so much, guys. I, I was hoping to get two answers because I'm doubting myself. No, don't, no, don't, you got two answers. No, no, don't That's doubt what you yourself. called in tonight. Well, are you right. afraid that your boy? Are you afraid that your boyfriend's not going to come with, or what's the deal there? Well, I dragged him here to Tennessee, and now we're going back to New York. Oh, so is he okay with this move back to New York? Uh, if the money is there. Okay. Does he have a job in in uh, Tennessee that he likes, or is he okay moving back? No, he to... works from home. He works from home. He's oh, okay. Good, then oh, he can okay. work from anywhere. So good good for you guys, Linda. Yeah, it'll work out. Yeah. Good luck, Alrighty. honey. All right, thank you. You're you welcome. Bet. All right, good night. All right, I think we might have one more. Let's take a peek. Okay. Hello, listener. Hello. Hello. Hi, who is this? Hi, this is Christina. Hey, Christina, welcome to the show. You're our last caller. How can we help you tonight, honey? Um, well, I haven't called in a few years. That was the last time um, I had just broken up with, or my soulmate and I had just broken up. So um, I was just wondering if there was any love in the air um, taking me that long to get over him. <laughs> when's yeah. your, okay, when's your birthday? Um, August 13th. August 13th. So you're 23 degree degree. 23-degree um, Scorp- um, Leo. Um, yeah, Leos are a fixed sign. Takes them... Boy, that must have hit you hard, didn't it? Yeah, it may last, like, 15 years, like the last one. But <laughs> I'm kind of ready to move on for real now. Are you not still holding on to this person, are you, or are you ready to move on to somebody new? Yeah, he's he he will never come back to me. I know that for a fact, so I have to move on. Okay, well, you need to clear him out, though, too. You know, that's important because fixed signs tend to want to hold on, especially Scorpio. Now, you're not, you're not a Scorpio unless there's some Scorpio in your chart. I'm a, I'm a Scorpio rising. Oh, okay. I had a feeling, oh. I had a feeling that there was some uh, water element there. Yeah, you got to forgive. I'm a Scorpio rising myself, so I know about <laughs> Scorpio rising. <laughs> Let go, forgive, don't be judgmental. Um, it's not easy for Scorpio Risings to do that, but if you let this person go, you're going to open up. There's going to be somebody right away waiting for you, I think, because I just feel that real strong. But you gotta, you can't start a new one unless you let go of the old one. I mean, you, you say you let go, but I'm not convinced that you totally have let go yet. Yeah, I think I have to realize he was the one for that time, and he changed. I changed so much from the trauma that mm-hmm. he isn't the right one for me now. But my well, that's a good I realization. I that person. <laughs> yeah, that is the right one. So. And you're not that person anymore, Christina. Yeah, you're no, not the same. 
crazy. Yeah, and you know, honey, do you know the analogy they say water seeks its own level? Many times you'll have two people together, and one will grow and one won't, or people grow in different directions. But if you've grown to a certain level and then this person hasn't, that's where you get the dissidents. You get differences in the relationships and stuff, and then people don't know how to communicate and, and things break down. But just knowing that, you know, apparently you were supposed to be in that relationship for as long as you were, you had your karma to work off, and now, you know, once you're able to disconnect, like Dave says, you can find more freedom in finding, you know, the man of your dreams for now, somebody that's really going to fit. And and I want to add one more thing before I hang up. You know, when Dave said you've got to disconnect, there is a uh, spiritual practice that you can do, and you want to go take an egg out of the refrigerator. Don't cook it. Don't boil it. Just take the raw egg in the shell in your hands. Put your hands around this egg and pray over it, that God's going to make it like a knife or scissors, but it's going to help cut the cords that you have connected to you. And you take the egg. I don't know if you know this exercise, Dave, but you take the egg and you go in front of your, you know, your uh, top of your head, your third eye, especially around your heart, because that's where you have the love connection, that the strings are still connected, and around the groin area if you guys had sexual relations. And you, and if you, in your mind's eye, see it like, see it, uh, the connection is like a tree trunk. You've got to imagine that the egg is turning into like a buzz saw and cutting through the tree trunk because you have to cut all the cords that you see. Once you do that, you don't know where they're going back to because there could be other people from a long time ago, even past lives, that you have cords connected to you. Once you cut this, you can actually see these things snap out into the ether away from your body. You will completely feel freer uh, and more at peace once you do that. And, and don't let, let it just, surprise you. I only finish this, Dave, real quick. Go ahead. Don't let it surprise you if somebody calls you. This is for all the listeners. If somebody calls you back just trying to reconnect with you, it doesn't mean that they're supposed to be with you, but they will feel when you guys disconnect from each other. I just want to share that. But that's also going to free you. Okay, Dave, go ahead. And just some good news here for you. Uh, on the 15th of September, Mars in Leo is going to go right over your sun sign. And then at the very end of the month, September 30th, you're going to have Venus going right over your sun sign in Leo. So those two, actually between the 15th and 30th, but especially right around those dates, are a good time for you to try to sort of, it's, it's not only just going getting yourself out there and connecting with other people, but reconnecting with yourself. Venus in, over the sun sign is a, a real good, and that's the one at the end of the month. September 30th, that's a real good time for you to feel love for yourself. Because if you don't feel love for yourself, you're not going to have that love for, you're not going to invite in love from other people. Right. So these two planets, Venus and Mars, will help you this month. Great. Thank you so much, you guys. Hey, God bless you, honey. Good luck, good luck. Thank you, Julia. You're welcome. So, Dave, another amazing show. Uh-huh. A long one. Uh, finally, we got through it again. That's fabulous. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to you again in a month. And, um, okay. And then well, you can tell, you tell our listeners how your class is going. I'll tell people about how the garage sale went. And, uh, okay. And I'm sending you a big hug, okay? All right. It'll be four weeks from tonight. We'll talk to each other again over the phone. Perfect. We'll talk to you then. Okay. All right. All right. Good night. Bye now. Bye.